Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to the award-winning podcast, Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and along with my colleague Kendra Petroni, We are excited to talk with two women who are truly making a difference. Catherine Pizzicani is the founder of Project Smile, the nonprofit organization that provides for those in need through two different programs, Suits and Smiles and Smiles for Children. Suits and Smiles provides work attire for men in need, while Smiles for Children provides coloring books, crayons, and reading books for social workers, police officers, firefighters, first responders, and they can give those to children who are victims of traumatic events. We're also talking with Kimberly Todd. She's the president of Dress for Success Boston. Dress for Success has over 150 affiliates in 20 countries, and their mission is to provide women with professional attire so they can confidently and courageously go into that job interview and have the opportunity and ability to succeed. We're thrilled to talk with Catherine and Kimberly as they're teaming up for a big event to kick off Fashion Week. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) It's a joint fashion show fundraiser called United in Style, and it's happening in just a few weeks. Good morning, ladies. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're thrilled to have you guys. So, Catherine, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about your background and about Project Smile. You founded the organization back in 2003. Why did you want to create a program like this? Oh, well, yeah, first, thank you for having me on the show. Um, Yeah, I had started Project Smile because I had read a um, newspaper article about these four brothers in New Jersey who have been horribly abused by their adoptive parents. And the article that I read um, said that one of the police officers, when he came to the house to uh, remove the children, had a little stuffed animal that he kept in his cruiser to give to a child. And he gave it to one of the boys, and the child was clinging to it, and he wouldn't let it go. And it brought him so much comfort. And so that inspired me to start a program up in our area for police officers to give stuffed animals to children who have been in various traumatic events, like car accidents, domestic situations, things like that. And um, that was, yeah, that was 20 years ago. And then we expanded to provide items for social workers, for firefighters, to provide coloring books, crayons, all different items. And now we've provided over 45,000 stuffed animals in the last 20 years and worked with 200 
departments all across the country. It's amazing because as you talk about that, I have kids that are grown now, but I they still have what I call their lovies. Mm-hmm. They, we still have Bunny and we still have Lola. Um, they're not looking too good these days, but um, <laughs> we still have them. And it's amazing that still, I mean, as kids, I remember how much comfort they brought to them and how they could kind of self-soothe when they had those. And you're right, like that makes a huge difference to any child to have something like that, that, you know, brings them that kind of comfort. Talk to a little bit about suits and smiles, because that's focused on uh, men, correct? Yeah. So, you know, the years went by with um, running our children's program and I wanted to expand, you know, help more people, add a new program, that kind of thing. And I wasn't sure what to do. And so one day I was reading um, the newspaper And I read about a charity in New York City that was providing job interview clothing for low-income men. And it was like, you know, men coming out of jail, men recovering from addiction, that kind of thing. And the article was so touching. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I was, you know, went on Google trying to find programs up in the Boston area to see if there already was something established. And I didn't find anything. And then I reached out to Kim because I've known Kim for a long time. And I said to her, you know, is there something is there need in Boston area? Is there a program? And she said, yo, there is no program. There's a great need. And so I said, okay. Um, and then, so it took over a year and a half to find space, but we started in January, 2020. And now we've helped um, over 600 men with job interview clothing and most are now working. That's amazing. And Catherine, I wanted yeah. to, I, I wanted to ask you kind of a two part question on this, but first I wanted to just say, you know, my husband's a police officer and he always talks about the calls that he goes on and how they, they would love to have something to be able to give to these kids because yeah. that's the first thing that they're concerned about when they go to a situation involving trauma or tragedy it's the children. It's making helping them get through it. So I love what you're doing with Smiles for Children. Do the departments ever get back to you and let you know the impact that you're having? And on that same note, do the men that you're helping with uh, Suits and Smiles, did, do you ever hear the after stories and the impact that you've had yeah. for both of those programs? Yeah, yeah we do hear about the um, from the police, you know, from the, the children that received stuffed animals and, you know, accident situations, domestic situations, and just kind of like, you know, bring a smile to a child who's scared, especially, you know, I remember one, actually it was a mom who had reached out. They had been in a car accident. It was her eight-year-old daughter. They rear-ended and nobody was seriously injured, but her little daughter was so scared. And then the um, police came and one of them gave the little girl stuffed animal and a coloring book as well. And she saw our label in the coloring book. And she went online to find the the um, organization. She emailed me just to say, like, oh, that little stuffed animal in the coloring book had made such a difference to her daughter and took something that was, like, really scary and awful and helped take some of that fear and stress out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then with our men's program, it's actually it's been amazing because I had started asking the guys if they could text me feedback from their experience coming to the program. And oh my God, Sue, we have received the most amazing feedback and from the guys about what it meant to them. Mm-hmm. And some of them, it literally brings tears to my eyes because there's people are so grateful. And I've had some of them say, you know, one guy said, you made me whole again. Oh, wow. Just like, you know, for somebody to say that after receiving a suit, you're like, wow. Well, that's powerful. And it's because it's more than just a suit. What you're providing is a self-confidence of them feeling Mm -hmm. like they are like their peers and feeling good and confident. And that way they 
probably perform much better in an interview, uh, you know, and get these jobs. So it goes well beyond the suit. It's more, I think, what the suit represents. Right. It's confidence, right? And, and look good, feel good, and realize, you know, you're better than your worst days. Like, that is so important. Everybody deserves, you know, a second chance to stand tall and move forward and have a better life. Yeah. Before we move on to Kim, I want to ask you, Catherine, how Kendra and I talk all the time <laughs> about how we donate things in our house, whether it be stuffed animals, clothing. How does the donation process work? Yeah, so if you go on our website, um, you can, you know, you can reach out to us and you can see the items that we're looking for. We work from a very small program space in Jamaica Plain, um, so we're very limited in the amount of items of clothing that we can take in because literally there's nowhere to put things. It's very, if you saw it, you would understand. <laughs> so we always need dress shoes and belts. Um, yeah, and then people can reach out about, you know, if they want to volunteer, if they want to get involved in other ways, that's always wonderful. Well, now we're going to turn to Kimberly. Kim, you're the president of Dress for Success Boston. And similar to Project Smiles Suits with Smiles, Dress for Success provides professional attire for women who are looking to go on job interviews, but there's so much more involved. Tell us about the process from donating all the way to the women who receive these clothes. Talk a little bit about Dress for Success for us. Okay, sure. Um, And thank you for having me as well. This is fun. So Dress for Success Boston, we're an affiliate of a worldwide organization, and we, so I run the Boston affiliate, and we are independent. We have our own 501c3, we have our own board, we raise our own money, and we started in 2001, and we've served over 15,000 women since then. I know, it's amazing, and really, it's uh, set up like a boutique where the women come in, and they have a personal shopper who takes her through the boutique and gets her the interview outfit. She dresses from head to toe and then she goes on the job interview and when she gets the job, she can call back and she can come back and get more clothing to get started on her work wardrobe. Talk, Kim, about the population that you serve. What's the most common challenge that you see these women facing? God, you know, our the women we serve are so diverse in age, background, culture. There's so many different women, some with master's degrees, some who are just starting out. Wow. I think one of the biggest challenges is just putting your best foot forward in an interview. It's like, you know, you think it takes probably, I think Forbes said it takes like seven seconds to make a first impression. Yeah. And I think an interview is like half that. So if you don't look the part when you walk in the door, your chances of getting the job decrease. Right. So I feel like we remove that barrier so women can really, you know, walk into that interview feeling confident and have a better chance of getting the job. Kim, what are the rules for donating? Do you have specific items, uh, like Catherine had mentioned as well, that you seem to need more than others? Are there specific pieces of clothing that you really need? And what's the best way for our listeners who are listening, if they want to donate, if they're looking through their closet and they want to you know, bring a bucket of things to you guys, what, what's the best way for them to get more involved in Dress for Success? Okay, no, actually, we, so our needs, they change depending on the season, um, what's going on. But we also, if you go to our website, you can just Google Dress for Success Boston. You can find us. Um, we're accepting, you know, anything that you would wear to an interview tomorrow. So it would need to be in style, in season, and, you know, business appropriate. And I can tell you right now, we really need purses and oh. bags. Oh, okay. boy, you're talking to the right I'm, person with Kendra. I, I was She's waiting awesome. for you to give me the list. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I can gather my things. Oh, boy. And you, Oh, and you know, we, so on Fridays, we accept 
donations between 10 and 2. And we're, we're located right on Calm Ave, 989 Calm Ave near BU. Awesome. So How- you can just come in on Fridays and drop off. How do women qualify to be a part of the program? That's a really good question. So uh, women, so we partner with agencies that refer women to us. So that kind of ensures that we know they need the service. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, since COVID, we've had more women just calling on their own. And my thought is if a woman's calling to ask for help, we'll give it to her. If you're just tuning in, thanks for being here. This is the Exceptional Women podcast on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni, and along with Sue Tab, we're talking with two extraordinary women, Catherine Pizzacane and Kimberly Todd. Catherine founded Project Smile in 2003, and Kimberly is the president of Dress for Success Boston. Both organizations are impacting and improving the lives of so many in need. Their joint fashion event, United in Style, is happening soon. It's Friday, September 20th. 29th at six o'clock and it's at the shops at chestnut hill we are so excited for it so let's get back to our conversation so ladies let's talk about this amazing fashion event that you have coming up united in style it's a joint event which makes sense because both organizations have a focus on providing professional style clothing to men and women in need uh, so they can go to a job interview feel confident look and feel their best tell us about the event it sounds amazing yeah, thank you. We're so excited. Um, you know, both um, Kim and I have been doing separate fashion shows um, yeah. before, and I've been, you know, we didn't do any events, obviously, through COVID, um, which was terrible for our budget and fundraising. It was it's been a massive hole that we're trying to fill I'm because sure. events were very important for us. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get back to doing fashion shows, and we have an amazing venue at the shops at Chestnut Hill. And so I reached out to Kim at the beginning of the year, and I was like, well, yeah, what do you think about partnering for the event? And she was on board. Um, and we have, it's actually really amazing because it's called United in Style. Um, and that's not just a name. The idea is like it's bringing people together. Um, we're using the vast majority are regular women from the community that are coming as models and participating, donating their time. Um, so it's like we're welcoming you know, everybody from very diverse backgrounds. And we have some great retailers um, from the mall, including Michael Kors, Ann Taylor, J. Crew, Express, some other awesome ones. They're going to be showcasing their looks. Um, we have amazing hosts, and we're doing a cocktail party, and you get a complimentary welcome cocktail because who doesn't love a free drink? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's true. <laughs> you know, um, lots of great food. Um, we're doing a silent auction as well, so you can even get started on your holiday shopping. And then we have a strolling magician um, who's been to one of our events before who's entertains everybody, and he's so fun. It's like the coolest thing you've ever seen. Um, yeah, so we're super excited for it. It's only like a few weeks away now. And I'm excited. I'm actually going to be one of the models, and I don't have the best balance, so we'll see how this goes. But I love, I really do love being a part of an event like this. And you, you mentioned it a little bit before about the pandemic and how you're seeing sort of a wider, greater need and and women of all backgrounds and all cultures are calling. And we've talked about that on the morning show, that it seems like the people that you envision that are in need are not the people that you probably used to think of or stereotypically think of. You, It's anybody. It could be your neighbor. It could be your family, your close friends. You never know sort of what somebody's going through behind closed doors. So are you seeing a, a much wider variety of the people that are that are calling for, for maybe both organizations? I would say yes. I mean, we are. It's already, it already had been a broad range of people, but definitely since COVID, we've seen more. Talk a little bit about your um, 
short-term goals? Like, what do you guys hope to accomplish in the near future for your organizations in terms of, is it, you know, the people that you can reach, the populations that you serve? Catherine, we'll start with you. Any immediate goals or, or bucket list items? Yeah, so our goal is, you know, to grow the program more in the Boston area. Like I said, we've served um, over 600 men so far. Um, and we just have a long way to go. And we want to be able to, you know, at some point get a bigger space, have more staff, more volunteers, so we can, the outreach can increase even more. And eventually the hope is then, or the plan is then to expand, to have a chapters, you know, in Worcester and on Springfield and other communities that don't have programs um, for clothing for men, but they need it because I do get calls from organizations up in, you know, like Fitchburg or Worcester that have clients that want to come to our program. You know, they don't drive. It takes forever to try to take public transit to Boston. So it's not really something that they can do. Then they ask, oh, is there like, you know, a local chapter? And unfortunately, you know, there isn't, but the need is everywhere, you know? Yeah. So that would be wonderful to be able to expand and I'm sure you must rely very heavily on volunteers. And I want to give out your website, projectsmile.org. Very simple. But, um, you know, talk a little bit about the role volunteers play in the organization. Yeah, they're super important. Um, so our program is similar to Dress for Success in that when people come, for, when the guys come for their clothing, um, they have individual attention from a volunteer who helps them choose their outfit, make sure you know they feel happy with what they're wearing, confident, and that's a really important part of the program. So it's not just like oh, you know, a guy comes in and it's like go pick your own clothing. Because a lot of guys, you know, they don't necessarily know their, mm-hmm. their sizes, what they like, what looks good on them. So they need help. Mm-hmm. And the volunteers, uh, we have had some wonderful women um, that have been helping. Um, but we, you know, we always need more. Um, so yeah. Kim, how about you? Talk a little bit about, you know, what you're hoping to do in the next, you know, short term, next steps for Dress for Success. Yeah, sure. Um, We actually, we've started maybe a year or two ago, we've started kind of focusing more in on teens. Ah. Because, you know, when you think about it, I mean, if you don't know what you know. So if, if you don't know how to dress for an interview, you just don't know that. And we're finding that a lot of young girls just really have no idea about their image and the image they project and how what they wear can change that. So, you know, we're trying to, we're starting to see more and more young women and we're doing these confidence days that are like workshops that talk about these things. And I mean, so that's our goal is to really kind of start reaching a younger audience. I love that idea because now I'm thinking back to when I was first going for job interviews. You don't know that balance between what's considered, you know, work appropriate versus casual. And it's, you never think about it. And it is amazing that your first impression, I mean, it matters. And to have somebody help you with that. I mean, I would still like somebody to help me with that now, <laughs> you know, any, any, sad... what will Kendra be dressed in for the fashion show and how high will the heels be? Cause I'm just going to say, Oh no, not to the best balance for sure. I know. How many models do you guys have by the way? Um, so we have, um, at this point, I think we have 20 models and we are looking, um, we're going to be adding a few more models. Some people, you know, their schedule changes, they can't do it anymore. Um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, and we're working with um, Kathy Ben Harris, who um, is a wonderful stylist, and she's helping put the show together. And it's just, you know, really excited um, to be working with her. 
Fashion well, shows are so fun. I, I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. It's coming up in just a few short weeks. It's United in Style. It's Friday, September 29th at 6 p.m. It's at the shops at Chestnut Hill. We're going to link everybody over right on our site so all of our listeners can go to magic1067.com. Plus, if you want to find out more about Project Smile and Dress for Success, you can go to projectsmile.org or dressforsuccess.org. We'll link those over as well. And, you know, both Sue and I are so appreciative of the hard work that it takes, you know, for both of you to not only create programs like these, but to have families of your own and to know that you're always putting others first. It's a rare and special trait. And I say it all the time. I'm glad somebody is brave enough and courageous enough to do it because we need people like you. We sure do. You know, our communities are very lucky to have you both, Catherine and Kimberly. Thank you really for spending some time with us today. Oh, thank you so much. That's wonderful. It's great to be here. No, thank you. And I'm so glad we're working together and helping men and women. Much success with the fashion event as well. Looking forward to it. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Catherine and Kimberly for taking some time to chat with us this morning about Project Smile and Dress for Success. The work they're doing is just incredibly important, so we thank them. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change makers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We love hearing from you, so if you know someone who's making a difference, just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. You can also follow us on Instagram. We always appreciate a follow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having a backstage pass. It is. <laughs> I'm at <laughs> Sue.Tab and Kendra's at Kendra the Entertainer. And then join us every Sunday morning at 730 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 